Hey, Evan here, uh, again. The Well, you probably know me by now. I'm the Game Master for this adventure, running through the Iron Fang Invasion Adventure Path. Uh, it took a lot of work converting this into 2nd Edition, so for those of you familiar with the rules of 2nd Edition Pathfinder, uh, I, I hope you're enjoying it. I hope I uh, did a good good job. If you're just tuning in because you listened to my message in the first episode and decided to skip those first three, welcome. I hope you enjoy and I hope you stick around. It's, uh, it's we, We've been having a lot of fun making this and we hope you have a lot of fun listening. And if you did listen to the first three episodes all the way through and you're sticking with it, thank you so much. I uh, can't say how much I appreciate you and I appreciate you taking the time to listen. And of course, as I mentioned in the, the first episode intro if you could like rate review subscribe all those things it it means the world to us you know we we want people to share in our fun because we're just that's i mean that's that's the whole goal with this is just we're trying to have fun with it and we're gonna have a lot more fun right now uh as we we get into seeing what what kaisel and draco and kin and ruak do uh i think you're gonna see some some drama unfolding soon so sit tight have fun. Thanks for listening. So, Cafecito is my lifeblood, and um, I'm really happy with the people we've hired at my oh. place of work, because now we have Cafecito, like five times a day and it's always a different person making it it's a great time you have someone making you coffee of course all the time is it like the little like hispanic ladies no it's not because it's people that work for us so they like oh, they they'll be you. like they'll be like brb and they're like making the the espumita oh. you know in the kitchen whipping it for me for me though i feel like the the backbone of every job are the people who make cafecito. Like, <laughs> the midpoint of the day, that's the backbone Dude, of every job, bro. Now, yes. everybody we've hired makes it. I, and have, so, I have an office abuela. Every oh, job that yes. Who's just like, yes. at some point after lunch, is just like, anybody want coffee? 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 And, coffee. Then, and then the Walking around with the oh, thing. Okay, so it used to be 3 p.m. cafecito Ugh. because we only had one or two people making it, but now yes. we have like seven. Oh, wow. So you get overloaded. So we get cafecito all day. Sounds like kind of unhealthy. All day. Sounds sounds like a vibe. Yeah, I, I'm I'm going to the the Miami gods are going to banish me. I don't drink coffee. Okay. I I don't like it. At all. I actually don't drink it too much either. As I, I grab it, um, I'm a I'm a tea <laughs> fan. Shot. And I I get all I get all my tea. I have like six jars of tea about Why? this Do tall. Uh, for the listeners, yeah, I'm using shot. my hands to gesture, but they're you know probably about a foot tall. Uh, mm. That I that I fill with tea. I have a, a oolong jar. I have a black tea jar, a green tea jar, an herbal tea, a soba tea jar. Uh, we got little tins of some white teas and some. Uh, that sounds uh, like a nightmare. It's so great. It just doesn't hit the same. It just tea and coffee. It does not hit the same. It, no, it's it's fantastic. Every morning I make a pot of uh, black tea, mm-hmm. and then in the afternoon it's one of the lower caffeines, like a, a green or. Right now I'm really fucking with. Uh, uh, there's this white tea that is sold by the brand that we get a lot, and it's called Wedding Tea, 
and it's got like rose in it. It's got vanilla. It's got almonds. I will say I fuck with a good rose tea. It's so delicious, and you put like a little bit of honey in there. A live tasting, if you will. It's, a live, it's a live tasting. tasting. I'm a live tasting on the pod, everybody. It's the first time ever. This is a oh, shit, Miami Dice oh, exclusive. A if, you, if you don't slurp it, then you know it's not really drinking. <laughs> uh, Let the listeners hear it. Oh, oh yes, please. I spilled yeah. some. Another uh, sin against the Miami gods. You spilled a cafecito. <gasps> for, for visuals, yeah. Kick I will say, yeah, I tried to do the Cuban thing and like break the the styrofoam cup a little bit but it was not, not cooperating mm-hmm. honestly look all i'm saying is i remember like there was no slurp DC. in that the strength dc we had yeah right we had a we had an office abuela in my other job and um bro she got old and they fired her so then what? we had to fend for the we had to fend for our the, ourselves but now we have is that a, legal yeah bro. to fire the, the coffee so. maker yeah she was also the security guard <laughs> that security guard lady not only did she give us coffee but she also uh you know, she's our first line of defense, and uh, there was one day where there was bad weather, and she thought she was having a stroke because the thunder was too high, so they fired her after that, because, you know, that's our first line of defense. Uh, but after that, now we have uh, we have an older gentleman, and he makes the coffee. He makes coffee like 10 times a day. I've never actually seen him work. I've only just seen him make coffee. <laughs> that's that's, his, that's job. his job. That's his job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he drives like a, a brand new Tesla. I'm like, this man is... He, he has the life that I want. Driving I will say, um, just like whipping. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Road. I work from home, so no one no one brings me anything. I used to work. <laughs> I fend for myself. Uh, I worked Damn. from home for almost two years. Now it's like the first three weeks and I'm back in the office. It was a big adjustment. You have to get used to like people. People. And like listening to them talk again. You're like, shut. The f- oh, wait, I'm not in my house again. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a weird feeling. Of Why can't I mute you? Yeah. 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 It's a weird feeling of like, now I have to get accustomed to interacting. Oh. Or people walk up to you and you're like. You're like sweating. Did you guys get nervous the first time that you guys um, like were back at work? I got nervous. I I, I for real got anxious. I, I got, realized how bad I got at just small talk. That was like yeah. I was I was okay at for a while, and then I was I like, was okay oh, for a while. Like you're like an addict. wait a minute, <laughs> you relapsed. I'm, I'm so bad at this. Dude, no, I got yeah. super nervous. I would get really nervous the first few weeks. The first few days I was back, I was like, what do I say? Well, Louis well, only talks my, to twelve year olds. Yeah, like my first oh. day back was dealing with like. 15 to 20 13 year olds so that's a great time what do they talk to you, you about you destroyed them no because you're like you're, you're young <laughs> so when we came back they did not they did not know how to interact with each other because they were also like working from home for like a year and a half yeah so yeah. it was the weirdest like they did not know how to like talk again are the kids like have they are they more are they well adjusted now like are they good now it's more more or less back to normal like, there was, like, a, a really tough adjustment period where, like, a lot of them were getting in trouble because they forgot, like, certain, like, school rules. Mm-hmm. Like They learned you know, that you're not allowed to burn it down? Yeah. <laughs> basically, <laughs> like, no joke, but basically, <laughs> basically it's guys, like, can we not steal toilet seats anymore? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I was about to say, oh. that, that, like, the uh, devious lick shit did devious not help. Licks, <laughs> the dude. devious licks was Wait, so annoying. Was hilarious. Pause. Yo. Do you guys remember the start of the pandemic? There was a video of that girl opening stuff at Publix and licking. Like, yes. Like, she got arrested. She went to jail. She got arrested. Yeah, that's what started the coronavirus. <laughs> that was the start of the coronavirus. So, I mean, I, and I feel like personality-wise, I changed. Like, I, as a human being for a while, from 23 to 25, I mean, you've known me for a few years. Yeah. I've changed completely and, like, a little, a little more jaded now. But that happens around that, around that uh, age. No, the big shift for me was 25. Yeah. Like, that's when I feel like I was like, damn, I changed a lot. Honestly, I changed I a lot. Say. DJ Khaled. <laughs> no, I've, been, I've noticed uh, I know it's a little like a little veering on the top but 
around like that mid 20s like around the 20 a lot of people so what i've noticed is one of two things happens mm-hmm. either people kind of start you know trying at least to get their shit together or they become alcoholics yeah what it's one of those two things happen it's either you like what no. i am the in-between yeah. <laughs> i'm trying to get my shit together while also drinking a cider yeah like, okay I, well, that's I, was a side. Hide, I was hiding i'll be real i'm in the in-between I am part of a wine club now, and I have like five bottles of wine at home. I have like and six. I invited How someone. Many have you drunk? I invited someone over the other day, and we had two bottles of wine. What and I had an fuck? extra. I had an extra like glass because I had a leftover like glass amount Kieran, in my feel? fridge. How do you feel about this? Like, I, I think you're doing a poor job of saying you're not an alcoholic. Ah, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, I, so, I'm so. not saying I'm not an alcoholic. I'm saying I'm the in between. Okay. I'm no, both no, an alcoholic no, and well, trying yeah. to like. Right, get my life right. together you I know? Mean, maybe the age range i gave was was too early <laughs> no, 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 you guys honestly, are the oldest ones honestly 25 please don't point out. Um, <laughs> I like, oh my like, god my grandma of, pointed out i'm pushing 30 today and i was like stop yeah like el nieto you're like yo i'm not trying to have kids bro you crazy yeah. <laughs> no 25 i feel like is that point where like i don't know I, I don't know if you guys have experienced this but it's like there's a certain age that you hit and your mind just stays there and your body just keeps getting older and so you someone will just ask you how old are you and then a part of me is like oh 20 oh oh 29 holy what? shit yeah that's weird that happens to me all the time it's I, weird it freaks me out you want to hear something something that like i was thinking about just earlier to actually on the drive over here that like blew my mind 10 years ago was when i first started playing pathfinder when I first had a game, and I'm like, I don't talk to any of those people <laughs> anymore. I don't know what's going on with those. And I'm like, how much has my life changed in that 10-year period? For real. Here, let me change your life right now. So, before the pandemic, I had a completely separate group of friends than I do now. Wow. Like, I don't talk to the same people anymore. I don't hang out with the same people Pre-panty, anymore. Post-panty. Yeah, it's crazy how much my life has changed it's just, like, really, yeah. pre-pandemic to post-pandemic. It well, feels like nuts. another post, lifetime. Post and pre-panty sounds like you're talking about, like, going to Panera. <laughs> like, I, my life has changed. These were my friends before Panera, but after I saw okay. that, I'm done Talking about them. Panera, though, the Miracle Mile Pandera, Panera... The worst. Oh, never go. No, 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 no. I don't go to Panera anyway. No, but Panera don't. is glorified hospital food, but I kind of like it. If, I, if I'm eating a sandwich, I let's, eat let's, I will, let's get look, the smoke. Let's get the smoke. Huh? Yo, Panera, it's been a while since I've been back, but I will say their bread bowls are my life. Their um, bread bowls? Yeah. I heard their red bowls. I was like, you can go into the gas station. Bread bowls. <laughs> You're like, their bread bowl is just great. Guys, can, but, I, can I just point out that I'm, I'm proud of us for actually talking about Miami Central subjects <laughs> on the Miami Dice Pod. Yeah. Guys, guys, listen. This Miracle is the Mile, where don't do it. Don't do it. This, well, is, this is the thing with the episode where instead of fighting hobgoblins, uh, this party goes and gets lower back tattoos. Oh, <laughs> I'm down. Bro, you know, I, I've gotten one like as a joke and my dad got I mean, okay, so, so can, for can listeners that... Technically, technically Kaisel no, well, has have... a lower back tattoo, actually. Uh, who, Kaisel? Yeah, Kaisel. Kaisel kind of bad, though. Does it say daddy on it? It doesn't. It, doesn't. it says like it says like 305 made in daddy. He doesn't have daddy issues. <laughs> made he didn't day. have a daddy. Don't I don't have, have issues with. Right. <laughs> listen, listen. That is peak daddy issues. Listen, I want to get I want to get that. <laughs> no, but I um my Okay, so for the listeners that don't know, I paint my nails. I have my nails painted all the time. I have like designs and I do like wacky stuff with my hands. It's very um, cool. Yeah, I have them always just black. With, with yeah, yeah, just just see exactly. <laughs> no, I have them black with designs and stuff. So 
I don't live alone, but every time I do something drastic, I have like a nose ring earrings. And like every time I do something drastic, my dad's like, what did, what did you do today, son? And I was like, oh, okay, well, I did this. So I feel like the next natural progression is the is to get a lower back. That's I want to be like, you know, I want to have like daddy's girl on it or something like you that. Gotta wear the crop. You, got so you gotta wear the crop with it, the crop top. Oh, I'll be, I'll be low rise no. jeans. Yep. My I'll, mom was really upset. Yeah, some, yeah, but it's like peeking, like this, yeah, the, yeah. this peeking out of the pants. Yeah, no, I um look like you're in like a 2003. Yeah. Uh, uh, J Lo video. Yeah, I was, yeah. Trying to think, I was trying to think of who was an artist in 2003, and then I no realized one. like I don't remember because <laughs> because everything has blended together. Now. <laughs> well, I will say in every era. my mom yeah. has been really upset that I uh, pierced my septum. Oh, and I so about that. Where is it? It's hidden because it's, it, it's is she a, hurting? Is she hurting right now? It's okay. So yesterday I was at. It was last week. I think I want to get one too. I think and I, get one I bumped my nose at practice yesterday and I oh, wanted to die. God bless. It was mid song. I wanted to cry. It was the worst. Like, anyway. Put it in the song. Put it in the song. No. I, I'd wait. I sang the whole song through. And afterwards, I was like, guys, I'm in so much pain. <laughs> can, I just, can I just say how much I resent that you guys uh, brought on Joan, who was like just an edgier version of me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, it's just, listen, I'm sorry, bro. I, I got I just, the undercut, more piercing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, but, used to have the same, I used to have the same haircut as you, but I don't straighten my hair. Going back to the tattoos, the way my mom reacted to the septum piercing, I will. Yeah, yeah. If I got I a tattoo. I would need to leave the country, change my name, and live <laughs> off the land. Like, there's no... I told, the land I told her that today. Yeah. I was like, Mom, I don't think you understand. Like, I did this, and that was risky. Wow. Like, if, if I ever got a tattoo, because she was like, did you get one with... And, like, didn't tell me. I was like, Mom, if I ever did that, I would not be here. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no... Oh, I'm getting yatted. Yeah, I'm getting tattooed. Just for... be like, Mom, I'm an adult now. You're like, Mom, you don't own me. I can me. make my decisions. Not in a Hispanic family, do, you okay? Should do, you should do what I did and 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 defuse the situation by getting a tattoo of something related to your mom. This oh, is my mom's signature. Oh, that's nice. And oh, so cute. I showed it to her and, sh- and I, I'm like, Mom, I got this because I love you. Yes. Are you mad yes, that I love that's you? That's toxic. That's so toxic. <laughs> <laughs> I love like, that, yeah. though. And she's like... Yeah, I mean, it's cool. No, but no, I, no, I no. I'm mad like, that I, that you love me, but I guess it's cool. <laughs> and then I also don't want like my mom thinking that she needs to get a tattoo to like yeah. <laughs> to compensate. You're like, listen, we gotta get a group tattoos. No, dude, I um, I feel like for me, the next step in my natural progression is to get a tattoo, not a tramp stamp, but I do definitely want to get. Yeah, dude. I think we might have overcorrected. Now we've alienated everyone outside of Miami. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, isn't this a Pathfinder podcast? <laughs> Pathfinder. No, this is Dude, a. Why is this? Why is this adventure not set in the Everglades? Yo, <laughs> honestly, hey, hey, we uh, should probably hey, get to Pathfinder old, though. Uh, uh, homebrew game set in the the Everglades. Right. Uh, that would be so. That okay, be so, so we're, all, we're all Miami stereotypes, but as Pathfinder characters, so is our? I would play a gator folk. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but is our Patreon gonna be just us talking about Miami? Yes. Can that be a thing? Jersey Shore. Can I tell you about, all Jersey Shore characters can I tell you about in the Everglades. The greatest character I've ever created in Pathfinder. It was for a one shot I did. It was a Gripply, who's a frog person, druid, with an alligator animal companion. Well, that's crazy. What do you mean with it? He wore cut-off shorts. Me. Um, Beautiful. I can't remember the name, what the shirts are called. Like, they're the shirts that all the, the middle-aged Cuban men wear. Well, uh, Guayabera. One of those. He wore, had one of those cut-off shorts. Uh, his his uh, alligator's name was, was Bubba, <laughs> and his name was Flo Reideman. That's amazing! Oh my god! So so, oh what happened to him? Did he survive? Oh, he was he was fantastic. I mean, it was just for a one shot, but it was just one shot. Yeah, he, we finished. We never finished that one shot. It was one of those one shots that that is actually too long to be finished in one setting. <clears throat> but then you never get back together with those people, so it's just. It, Are you still friends with those people? 
No, no. Well, well, they weren't. They, they weren't friends. It was like a meetup thing. And, there, and there's a running theme here, Evan. There's yeah, running Evan. Theme I think here. that there's a theme everyone here. you play Pathfinder with eventually leaves your life. Is this no, be... Lewis was in was in some of my uh, uh, college games. The Lone Survivor. The Lone Survivor. <laughs> yeah. Well, mo- most of the people I I do. Did your time is coming. Have Lewis. moved out. Have either moved out of city, moved out of state, and I actually I have two running games at the moment. But there were people that I was playing with back in California. That's so. nice. All right, so, so those were all your boys here in Cali? Well, yeah. now you got new boys, bro. Shout, shout out to all of them who, who I hope listen to this podcast. Period. Um, let's go, man. All right. Let's, I'm ready. Let's, let's get, get it. it. I'm actually kind of ready now, yeah. I want to I I recap let's what's happened let's so far. Last time on... Last times on the Miami Dice podcast. So, Fade Our Market Festival. We meet Kaisel. A half-elf from the Mwangi Expanse. We meet Draco, a local uh, uh, lizard folk, frilled lizard folk, who works as a blacksmith in town. We meet Kin, an elf who uh, lived in the Fangwood Forest right outside of town, who is returning after a couple years at a magical academy. Surprisingly short elf. Surprisingly short elf. And we meet Ruach. Don't make fun of her height, okay? She's sensitive. <laughs> uh, a human cleric of Aurori, who is in town um, trying to record information on the instructions of his father at the Aurorium. You know what I just realized? That was respectfully. If you're a young human cleric of Aurori, you're probably ripped. You're um, probably jacked as fuck. Oh, so he's, <laughs> but he's not uh, the like the kung fu monk. He's more of the like. I know, but it's the... it's physical and mental perfection, isn't it? He sure, is neither like, right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's also sensitive. <laughs> I'm working on it, okay? Yeah, literally. Well, no, I think that's the part of it. Like, he's not, like, the, he's always wanted to be, like, the Kung Fu monks. Oh, okay. But his skill was in, like, scribing and, gotcha. and spellcasting. Gotcha. Gotcha. His, his skill was in being a fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, no. Dwayne. Kung Fu monks are like, hey, check out the scribes, dude. Nerd. Anyway, let's do a pull-up contest. <laughs> guys, guys, guys. Look as I take the take this scribe's lunch money. <laughs> You're like, please stop. <laughs> oh, he has exact change because he has perfect financial literacy. <laughs> uh, I, uh, not me. Can't relate. And yeah, I'll be easy, though. Flashbacks yeah. to high school. <laughs> so you guys are in this uh, 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 festival. Um, you meet some of the locals. Um, Father Nolan, the uh, cleric of Rastel, who's in the town. Uh, Auburn the Green, a, a cleric of Caden Kalian, and also a uh, former Chernasarda Ranger who kind of helps with the town's defense. And you're at the bar, um, sharing some drinks, listening to some of Auburn's tall tales, when suddenly she gets shot with a crossbow, not with a gun. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, it's a drive-by attack. Yeah. And, uh, that's like think- crossbowing. That's what yeah. I was thinking. <laughs> Sounds like my You think they did that? Like, they, like with, the, with the slow cards and they fire some crossbows. Like, can you imagine like, a horse yeah. and you pulls the curtain? And <laughs> Yo, I'd be so pissed if that's how Sounds I Sounds like something that I would happen love- in Miami, though. If that is how I go, I want that on my tombstone. Oh, it would happen in Miami, so you still have a chance. I'm, yeah, honestly. Yeah. But, We're but really leading into the Miami homestead. homestead. It'd be your homestead if you're going to do a horse and buggy. Yeah. yeah, true, or, true, or, true. Uh, or, oh, man. Um, Broward? No. Um, not Broward. Homestead. It's, not, it's the Redlands. Yeah. Not the Redlands. There's a there's that street that has a, all those horse crossing. Horse country? Signs. Yeah. Um, Chrome, horse country. It's like one one fifty seventh, maybe 147th. No, yeah. around no. sunset. No, oh no, yes, no. I know exactly what you're talking about. Where, it's where every sun- single... it's on sunset and like one. 
It's like one fortieth. Every single shop on that street sells lawn decorations and like yes. and crossbows. Yeah. And crossbows. <laughs> um, and so we're really leaning into the Miami thing because we realized that last uh, in the last episode we never actually said Miami Dice podcast. <laughs> what? We may have overcorrected at this point. And, uh, <laughs> and um, it's okay. So she gets shot. Some hobgoblins burst in. Yeah. There's an invasion going on. You take care of the the hobgoblins. You no save, problem. You save no Aubrey. at all. You rescue some some people in the Tapper Inn, and you formulate a plan to get the survivors out of town so you could hide out in the Fanwood. Uh, you leave them near the bridge where you notice that there is some hobgoblins there, so you kind of leave them off uh, in a covered area where they could be safe. Leave Auburn to, to watch over them. And you go to Orel's shop to get some uh, materials <clears throat> to blow up the bridge so that the hobgoblins can't follow you across. When you get there... You find this this large hobgoblin uh, decked out with some alchemical supplies in the shop, holding Orald by a chain around Orald's neck, and Orald has a javelin through his stomach. You fight this hobgoblin, who manages to throw several vials of fire at you, but you defeat him, and you find Orald. He's, he's lying there, and that is where we, we pull in to the scene. Uh, and and I want to know what you guys are doing, and and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give Ken the opportunity to start because uh, Melanie told me uh, back when we were creating characters that she has some connections with with Oral. They're friends in some way. Yeah. So uh, how does this affect you? So Oral, um, when Ken was a lot younger, um, Oral tried to help her mother um, with this mysterious sickness that um, overcame her, which ended up taking her mother's life. Wow. Um, but she was at Oral's shop like pretty often. Um, Oral tried his best to help her. So after you know danger's gone now, um, they don't have to worry about the hobgoblin. Like everything's kind of like setting in with her. Like this person was helping her when she was at her weakest, um, especially with her mother, who she had the best relationship with. Like that was her favorite person. Um, so now she's just like collapsed there just like i she doesn't know what to do at this point um but she turns to ruach and she and she says is there is there anything you can do is there is there do you have do you have something anything like do you know what any of these potions do could they help um how is uh oral looking like, is he conscious he's like barely conscious you know when someone's like Really out of him, they're kind of—he's kind of like drifting. He's like, <coughs> yeah, yeah. all right, they're like um, coughing up some blood. And um, so, what I know, I only have one heal spell left, and I think we might need it to last through the night. So I'm just gonna try a—I'm uh, just trying to like patch up some of his wounds right now and see if he can tell us more about what's in the shop. Yeah. Um, oh, and I also want to point out because I, I remember um, Kin during I think the combat rolled a crafting check to kind of see what some of the vials on the floor were. Yes. Um, and so you rolled a pretty high amount, so I'll just tell you what vials you see yeah. on the floor. Um, there were three vials of anti-plague, five bottles of uh, minor elixirs of life, uh, one dark vision elixir lesser, and uh, two vials of lesser antidotes. Um, you also see a, a marble mortar and pestle off to the side that, uh, you know, you think could be worth something, but obviously that's not in the forefront of your mind at the moment. Uh, Ruach, have you done this before? Is this like 
Have you ever had to heal somebody like this, or would you be nervous? Um, doing medicine checks, I, we we train a lot in the Aurorium, like how to do, uh, how to treat wounds like this. But um, no, I've only been in oral shop for like a few days at most. I finally convinced him to let me scribe some of his uh, formulas, but I don't as like me as like I don't know anything about like crafting or anything like that. So, so now would be a good time so, um, <laughs> to patch up his wounds. Talking about the the crafting check, so Ken turns to him, like, um, picks up one of the elixirs, yeah, of life, and says, "Would would this help? Would would any of this help? This is an elixir." I'm talking to the wrong person, but I'll tr- I'll give him my best shot. Um, one thing, I d- uh, Drago Castell, could you guys make sure you uh, find anything useful off the hobgoblin we killed? Right, right, okay. Well, I, well, I tried this, uh, well, I I tried this medicine check on, Ken is, on Oral. Ken is definitely, like, just sitting there, like, right next to Oral at this point. Um, yeah. He's, like, he's, like, looking up, and he's, he's pretty out of it, but he's, uh, you know, got some recollection. He, he looks up at you, and you could tell he, he recognized, he kind of reaches up towards you. He, like, his hand brushes against your face and leaves some, some blood there. So can I, try, um, can I try this medicine check? Yes. I got, the, uh, I got a 22 on the perception check to check the uh, hobgoblin's body. Okay. Um, that is a 22 on medicine check. Okay, so that is a successful medicine check. I'm going to start with I got a 12. That. Okay, let me start with the medicine, and then we'll go on to what you find on the body, because he does have some stuff. Oh, yeah? Oh, nice. So with the 22, you do heal him. Uh, so a successful medicine check is... Uh, it wasn't a critical success. I believe that's 1d8 healing. Um... And so you're able to, you you are able to kind of, I mean, I, I have my GM screen right here. I could look it up. I was just being lazy and calling. <laughs> a successful, oh, see that, I, I'm actually glad you did point that out. It's 2d8 healing. Oh, nice. For, yeah. a, regular for a regular success, which I should know because in, in one of those home games, I, I'm the healer. <laughs> oh, you got it. Um, Six. So do you, do you want to describe how you how you do the healing so a medicine check would be not rather than magical healing it'd be like non-magical healing. yeah I, I think that ruach has like an anatomy book with him so he's like flipping through the pages like finding out what he needs to like do in the moment to like help him like bandaging up wounds putting pressure on his uh the big stab wound that he has yeah. and Remo- just like removing the uh the javelin without you know tearing anything yeah and, and i think i like try to reassure uh ken like he's gonna be okay like i like this is gonna work and so... I want to know what we found on this hobgoblin. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay, I'll quickly go on that before going back into the scene. Uh, actually, no, I'm going to... We're going to finish oh, yeah, up the yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, fine. I was like, let me tell you. And I was like, no, because I'm going to explain things, and then there's going to be dice rolls. And uh, So Orald is kind of... Um, he's heal- he, he gets kind of patched up, and he's no longer dying. And, and yeah, he's got some healing, and he's a little bit more with it. Like, when you got the bleeding to stop, uh, and sorry, the stitches, he kind of, you know comes to just like kin ruaka what are you what are you doing here there's we're under attack no we know um we we just killed the hobgoblin that had you and um we're we're just making sure you're okay i I mean i'm not okay but i'll i'll survive there's there's more people in here through through the door i sent them to to the cellar uh to to hide out until everyone's gone um g- give me a moment i've i've rigged the door with traps in case uh, the the sob goblin tried to get through <sighs> thank god you didn't open it or 
I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be responsible for your death. Uh, let me catch my breath. Close call. <laughs> and so he's kind of taking a breath. And so looking on the body, Ruach and, and Draco um, find... Kaisel. Kaisel. I can't I, I, believe I, 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 I made this mistake. I know I'm the main character, but... No. <laughs> um, so he's wearing some leather armor. He's carrying a mace. Uh, if, if that's an upgrade for anyone, you could take it. But um, you know, it's it's kind of basic armor uh, that nah. you know you probably would have taken at the start if you could. Um, it's useless. He has. Let's see one. I mean, Ken doesn't have any armor, but she can't have armor. He so. has six vials on him of uh, different alchemical supplies that a crafting check could be used to identify. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry, seven. He carries... Actually, whoever's drafting, trained in crafting, just go ahead and roll me a crafting check, and if anyone can identify these, I'll just tell you what they all are instead of uh, have... making you roll for each one. Right. Oral I mean, just do it can, I, can I still roll? Or... You know, yeah, Oral would be able to tell you. If you bring these things to him, he could probably help you out. So let's threaten him. So he's got a, <laughs> he's, he's got a lot of alchemical supplies, uh, seven vials, a piece of what looks like uh, charcoal, um, a a bag net of sorts, um, this like rock that you're like I don't know what this is, but it looks like something. It's like kind of greenish. Um, five uh, little containers of oil, just regular oil, um, some healers tools, and uh, he has twelve silver pieces as well. And yeah, if you take these two Oral, he'll be like, yeah, there's there's some stuff here. Um, and he lists them off. It's two minor elixirs of life, um, a quicksilver mutagen, nice. alchemist's fire lesser, three of them. He And you kind of realize like, oh, this these alchemist's fire were what he had been throwing at us. Mm-hmm. So he threw four of them. He had about three left over in a little bag. Um, <clears throat> and then another bottle is just an antidote. For, for poisons. The charcoal pe- bit is something called a smoke stick. Uh, the bag is a tangle foot bag. And what is what does that do? Uh, all of them. Uh, give me one second. And then the stone is something called a thunderstone. Um, the thunderstone, I do know off the top of my head, that's this uh, rock that if you throw it, it makes a loud sound that can deal some uh, uh, sonic damage. Sonic damage, exactly. Nice. Um, it could also be a good distraction. Yeah, exactly. 100% good for, for those purposes. A Tanglefoot bag is, is a bag uh, that you can throw as, a, as like an attack action. Um, that if it hits them, it will reduce your target's uh, uh, move speed. And also uh, could have some other effects if you get a critical success. So like if you're chasing after someone or, or running away from someone, this could help you either get away or <clears throat> catch up. And then a smoke stick is um, this little stick that you can use it to create a screen of like thick, dark smoke that could be used to conceal you from a target. All right. Um, and then of course the the items I described being found in the in the place: the five elixirs of life, the three anti plague, and just just so we know, elixirs of life is that. Is that a healing, healing potion? That's like a healing okay. potion. Yes. Yeah, so... Because I remember they, it used to be, like, cure light wounds, right? But now it's... Yeah, so in in first edition, the way potions worked was that a potion was just a spell in a bottle. 
Okay. Uh, so the all the potions, well, not all, but most potions in first edition were just the name of a spell. Mm -hmm. uh, and here there are healing potions, and then there's elixir life. So elixir life are like the alchemical type of healing, whereas a healing potion is like the magical kind of. Healing. Gotcha. Uh, so, cool. uh, so this is just a bunch of alchemical stuff that we found. Yeah, like, you found a yeah. lot of good healing stuff, mm -hmm. which might mm -hmm. give you an idea of what, what might happen. But an a minor elixir of life will restore uh, 1d6 plus 1 hit points. That's which, not bad. Yeah, no, you I'm guys... Sorry, just a flat 1d6 and then a plus 1 bonus against disease and poison. All right, which so. you guys kind of have the power to decide what you're going to tell us you found and what you didn't. So... I'm gonna leave well, that with you. Told yeah, you guys, oh, that's so. true. That's true. Never so, mind. Because they didn't know what it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, let true, me true. try to bandage up everyone. Because I, I can do a medicine check on everyone, right? Or do, is there like, do I have enough time? You would have to spend a little bit of time. Uh, so medicine checks <clears throat> are basically, and there are feats you could take to make this faster. Mm -hmm. uh, but medicine I, checks are, you take ten minutes healing someone, and then they are immune for the next hour. Or you could spend the full hour healing one person and do double heal. And I could do a medicine check, but I don't have healer's tools. That's the well, there are healers. There's healer's, healers tools, tools on the hobgoblin. Oh, perfect, perfect. So, and you already, Ruach already has his own? I already have my So, I'm going to take that if no one else objects. Yes, yeah, okay. so, so that would let you, if two people are doing medicine checks, assuming no one fails them, uh, you could heal everyone in 20 minutes rather than taking 40 minutes to give everyone some healing. Although so I will walking, point, um, um, Kaisal is super happy to like have found to, to like find healers. Maybe now we, he feels a maybe we bit can try the medicine on the people that are the worst off in our party, yeah. and then we just chug the healing potions for everyone else because I'm right. I'm down to ten hit points. Yeah, um, out of I'm, character. I'm, I'm out of character. Down. Russ says he's down to ten. <laughs> <laughs> and while you're doing this, Oreld uh, walks over to this uh, rug. That's uh, uh, he he opens the door to the the back room. And, like, you see him move over to a rug and kick it over and, and just start messing with something. And he's like, I'm, I'm deactivating this trap for you guys. Kin will walk Appreciate over. Because um, Kin, I think, is the least worst off. Because all she took was the extra fire damage. Mm -hmm. um, so while you guys are healing, she's going to go with Oral to um, help the survivors that were behind the traps. So, so then we're going to do some med medicine checks on... Who's the worst off? Draco. Uh, Kaisel or Draco? I'm at 10. Um, I was at like 4. I don't remember. <laughs> okay, so you're at 4. You don't remember? Four. I think I was like at 4 or 5. You were at 5. Ah, I was close, you see? Yeah. You so need to take you, notes. Yes. Well, no, I, I also, like, my thing didn't save, so I'm like... So so yeah, Draco's in the back hobbling nice. hobbling around like... <laughs> so we're going to do treat wounds. That's the, that's the thing we're doing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so while you guys are rolling, rolling some of those checks, Oral's walking with Ken and... He says, look, uh, I'm guessing we're leaving this place. And wait, so Ruach is going to be healing Draco. Wait. Who should I heal? I thought we were both healing Draco. Okay. Well, wait, wait. Yeah, we're, so, so do you want to just mention medicine check? Well, yeah, go or, ahead and roll the, the medicine oh, did checks. You? Okay, sorry. So Kin responds, um, and she says, yeah, um, the town's pretty bad. Um, Aubrey also uh, almost died while we were at the bar. Um, we, we haven't gone anywhere else yet. So, it's it's time to leave. Is uh, is Auburn okay? She's fine now. Mm -hmm. Okay, good, good. If she wasn't with us, I think we would uh, we wouldn't make it. Um, I I think uh, uh it'd be good. Uh, let's let's get what we can from 
from the shop and move on. Yep, that was the plan. Um, we're we're basically going to take as many people over the bridge as possible. We're going to blow up the bridge. I have something for that. Give me one second. And he kind of moves over. And, Let's get the results for the uh, the medicine checks. Twenty <clears throat> twenty-seven. I failed. What was your total roll? Uh, it was a it was a ten. Oh, I got an eight. Okay, so it wasn't a critical. But a twenty-seven? That's a critical success. Yes. Nice. So that would be forty-eight. It's like you heal for both of you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Damn. And Kaisel, it's like I, I I'm sorry. I I, I can't. I, I sneak a look at uh, or Orel. How's he? How's he judging my abilities right now? <laughs> He's not paying attention at all. God. We're, we're, like, we're like two how's rooms your, over. How's your uh, Aurori beliefs feeling about seeing your, your healing companion fail at uh, <laughs> basic medical knowledge? You know, it's not for everyone. No. <laughs> you're, you're, you're treating burns, though. You're, not, you're, you're from the jungle. You probably don't and experience burns a lot. Draco is noticeably annoyed at this point because he's literally been down twice. Draco's like, <laughs> there's your healing. Watch it be all ones. Oh, please. Um, that is 15. Okay. Okay. Are you are you like full up? I'm full. I'm back to full health. Okay. Um, and I want a perception check from Kin. Um, from Kin? Yeah. Sorry, let me pull. I absolutely look to like oral for you. approval and get nothing. <laughs> I'm like, damn, this is what daddy issues feels like. <laughs> Drake goes like, "Welcome to the club." <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm trying to get perception on. And you. The, those healing checks that takes you know ten, ten, ten minutes. minutes, so you're you're taking some time, if you know you. You're focusing, but okay. I, I don't know if there's like things you want you wanna. And Kaisel's a little pissed. Do. He's a little pissed. It's like, twenty. Nothing is going his 20 way. Twenty total. Like, he's he's trying to he's trying to shoot these arrows <laughs> into these tiny places. He finally gets healers tools and fucks it up. Like, Draco is noticeably annoyed at he's, he's at at, uh, at Kaisel <laughs> and at the party because he feels like he's like basically just getting thrown to the wolves and he is inherently a little scared at combat. So, are you saying that, or, are you, or that's how you're feeling? No, no, my, I think I both. I think I think Draco is a little bit scared to engage, and uh, you know, f- after the last bout that we had, <laughs> I was in the corner of the room while um, Kin Kin literally killed the fucking hobgoblin with a with a what is it? What did you use to kill it? Like it was I, random. Her staff. I used the staff because like, I, I just it. like yeah. blew it up. Pretty yeah, much. <laughs> but so so Draco now is realizing that he is not that great at combat, and he's kind of mad at you guys that like he just, so he he's I want you guys to know he's kind of mad at the party for kind of saying like damn you guys are just throwing me out here and I don't even know you guys like that. <laughs> I mean, minus Kane, we, we have, have done no throwing. So 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 I so I'm getting healed quietly and I'm kind of just like grumbling to myself. I'm like, <laughs> is it like is it anger towards the party or is it both. like? Both. A bit of anger towards himself. It's a little bit of both, and he's kind of like a little bit of internalized daddy issues too, where he's just like, "Dad said I couldn't do it, and I'm not doing it. I fucking know." Welcome back to the like, daddy issues you're, podcast. You're this tall like, lizard folk, <laughs> yeah, literally, and the little like four foot tall elf yeah. that you see pulling pranks on people growing up just you know saved your life. Yeah. So yeah. so so I'm basically it, it's a mo- it's a turning point for him, I think, and and he's like noticeably kind of a little bit annoyed. He's getting healed off in the corner that he. Was downed in so, does and the he, whole thing is that like Kin has been gone for two years, so he doesn't know what's happened for Kin in the last two years. Mm-hmm. So him or her coming back and like saving his life, I'm sure it's like, what the fuck? No, no. He's, he's, uh, <laughs> d- does does Draco like say anything to the party while they're healing? Yeah, yeah. So I was gonna tell you. So Draco's gonna have a moment. I actually was thinking about this today, actually. So I think about this game a lot more now, guys. <laughs> you, I think I, about I, it all the time. I, I actually way. do on my on my downtime at work now because I work six a.m. to three. Like on my downtime, I'm like. Dungeons and Dragons. Um, so, 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 yeah, oh, sorry, yeah. There's some heated debate in there. D yeah. meme subreddit. Guys, I was, I was joking. <laughs> I was, that was a test, and you guys passed. <laughs> um, 
So no, I was um so so right now I'm kind of like grumbling to myself, and I think like one of you guys is probably gonna notice that I'm. I'm definitely noticing. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. in the next room. It's not gonna be me. So I, so I'm just kind of like. Castle's still a little embarrassed that he couldn't help, so he's like he's he probably go back. <laughs> I think we're all. We're, why did no, we name, for real, like, why, why did we name this podcast the Miami Dice Podcast when it should be called Embarrassment and Daddy? <laughs> yeah, honestly, that should be the next one. That should be no that up, but but well, it could be the episode title. Well, this <laughs> the Embarrassment and Daddy is just art. Art, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, so we're, I think at this point uh, we're realizing that we're not great heroes. I think. And I think I, I interrupted you here. Were you saying that Kaisel was going to like cuddle with his kitty? <laughs> He's gonna go pet <laughs> Kali at least to feel like I don't know to feel some semblance of like okay, I'm not I'm not completely totally. useless. Yeah. So, so I'm kind of that, saying that's what that's what I do when I feel like stressed out. <laughs> oh, me I, too. Me too. Just go to my cats. I'm like I'm picking you up. You are not going to struggle this time. <laughs> Nori no. is with Kin, by the way. If that was not clear, yeah. Nori is with Kin. Uh, so, so, so yeah. basically, on, I'm on telling myself. Shoulder. On the shoulder. I'm telling myself the whole time you're healing me, I'm just kind of like, you know, maybe he's right. And I'm kind of being like, he's useless. Everyone's useless. I can't believe it. Like, I'm kind of just having this internalized moment, but you're kind of seeing it play out. You're, you're kind of seeing the, the cracks in the, in the, behind all the backflips and all the dumb shit that I do. No, no, you're seeing the cracks <laughs> in that armor. So I'm kind of saying like, maybe dad was right. Maybe I'm not cut out for this. And, and, and the village, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. So, so. You know what? It, what I, it, I think hit you with one of the the Aurori mantras. I think I hit you with one of those. Yeah. Like I'm like uh, I just can't do this anymore. I don't know. Uh, I think that everyone's path is difficult and different, but the most important thing is you have to keep walking it. And I say that loud enough for Kaisel to hear me as well. And then I kind of look at you, my little my my uh, what do you call that? My lizard. Fro. My frills kind of come up, and I kind of like acknowledge it, and then it goes down, and I'm kind of instead of grumbling, I'm now kind of quiet. Cool. And Kaisel puts his bow away and he takes out a short sword and he just kind of says to he says not really to anyone but just if the bow's not gonna do it I'm gonna have to make do I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to make this work. Okay. And off in the other room. Um, and if, and just sorry. No. So to give some context yeah, to that, the reason why he's saying that's because longbow is his specialty that's the thing he uses all the time that's mm. the thing that he's known for and he has found himself consistently in these small rooms where he can't utilize it and he has kind of been leaning on it hoping that it would work out but now especially seeing you know ken kind of kill all the you know do the killing blows and him not being able to protect people the way he wants to he he's just gonna use the short sword he's nervous about whether it's gonna work as well or whether he's just gonna make a fool of himself again, but yeah, especially like living in a jungle, you're not used to all these close quarters. Yeah, he's a hunter. Things. He's a hunter. Yeah. He takes his short sword out to to make sure it's dead, not to start the fight. You yeah, know? yeah. So, and then, uh, I'm sorry, I, I didn't mention this, guys. Draco, for the listeners that haven't you know remembered, because I've mentioned it, his father's a renowned blacksmith in the town, so he's got a name to live up to. Right. He's yeah. the blacksmith's son. Right. So. He obviously didn't want to fall into that familial, you know, that that like he didn't want to be a blacksmith, but he's you know he finds that he's very good at it. But he's he, he's ashamed that he can't live up to that blacksmith yeah. son, you know, uh, um, legacy, and he he's he's internalizing this whole thing. He's kind of the cracks are coming out. And, right. Yeah. From a flavor standpoint, if rogues could use war hammers, that'd be so. Oh, cool. that would be. So I would have. Dope. I would do wield them. But they, but yeah, it's they, you can't get your sneak attack damage to that. Yeah. Uh, so in the in the uh, little little back room, I'm uh, just imagining a rogue tiptoeing, carrying a giant war <laughs> hammer. It's like I hope he can't okay. see. Me. Like Tom and Jerry, like <laughs> exactly. someone looks around the corner, like a big mallet. His hobgoblin's not gonna know what hit him. <laughs> and so back in the back room, um, 
Oral kind of walks over to this cabinet and he pulls out a key and he starts opening it. And while he's doing that, um, you know, taking some stuff out, Kin notices she goes over to the work table and she finds that there's a pair of alchemist goggles there that she's like, these could be useful. Um, but you also notice a hidden compartment that's built into it. And you you look inside and you find two um, like carefully folded parchment envelopes that are like tied shut with twine. Um, one holds a vial of some liquid that you you don't really recognize, and when you, and the other one holds a like a vial with this like dust in it, and you're like I, I don't know what these are. Um, and Orald comes over and he says, "So uh, I got I got a bunch of my components. They're." Uh, they're they're pretty useful for any you know making any alchemical supplies um but i guess worse comes to worse if we if we end up in a situation where we need some money we could we could sell them for a bit um um and non-alchemists can use alchemical items items yes. right just not as deftly as, a, as, an, as an alchemist yeah you can't like so the thing alchemists have as a class that's that's really good with these items is that um, they have an ability where they just inherently can make like a wizard or, or a spellcaster prepares spells each day. Yeah, they get f- these free alchemical things that they can make, so they can make potions or bombs just free without having to buy anything. Whereas if you wanted to buy some bombs, you could and you could use them. They're treated as martial weapons, um, and with the crafting skill, you can make them yourself in downtime but like a, a alchemist able to just kind of whip them up um oh I, f- I forgot to mention um I'm also gonna Kaisel is also gonna try to heal himself if there's time because he still is taking damage yeah so like a medicine check um or were we gonna do elixirs of life I, I, was that what we are gonna do I, it depends on how much time we have like if, if we're if it seems like we're ready to go then I don't think we have enough time to do another medicine check yeah so let's let's just take I, the, I think you and I just chug one and how much is that uh, how much is one d six? One d six. And if two are being used, whoever's keeping track of the inventory, subtract two of the those. Um, we cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Um, a fucking one. one. Okay. You got a one too. Yeah. So you get one point of healing each. Oh boy. Uh, oh boy. Also on nice. the note on the workstation, Kin finds some notes, like a notebook. It's, it's, it's hard going down, like. <laughs> and the the notebook is labeled as stump remover, and it's like an. In- you you re you start looking at this and it's uh, uh ingredients a list of ingredients for uh, items to make a powerful explosive. Um, Ooh, that sounds like exactly what we need. And yeah, Orald walks up to you and he sees you looking at this and he says, "Yeah, I was uh I was working on this before, but I, I kind of repurposed this stuff for the the fireworks." Um, but uh. And I say we can use this. This is this is perfect for our for our plan. We are in the next room. I, I think at this point we're like joining. He joining calls back. How dare you speak to me? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we, we, no we but just... I, I wanted to point out in case like you guys weren't aware, we are in the next room. Okay. We, we saunter in. Draco's at full HP. Right. Uh, so we saunter in. We just follow him. Okay. Kaisel okay. and Rob are like struggling to keep down that healing that bum yeah. healing potion. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I. I I totally misread my uh, my conversion notes, but all those potions I said you found uh, were actually in a different room. So they weren't there in that first room that you were in, but uh, whatever you got them. So, so it was just a f- re-roll my... Uh, no. <laughs> 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 oh, look, we found them now. 
Oh no! Found the real one. Guess I'll try to heal. Yeah. So um, you you got these the alchemist goggles. You got these components. You got these two um, envelopes with uh, one has a, a an elixir of some sorts and the other has a dust. And you have these notes to make an explosive. Um, All right. So I guess I ask Oreld um, two things. One, does he have any of the fireworks? still able to be used like already prepped because we, we're going to need those for our plan to work uh, we, I was I was in the process of putting them together when uh, when that big fellow over there burst in so uh, they're not like ready ready but you know they're explosives they could be they could be repurposed pretty quickly alright we don't um, need them to be ready we just need them to explode well that, so, that's, that's what I said the <laughs> that's, that's the explosive being ready um, <laughs> we're we're so communicating the same I, I, thing. No, I, I, you, I, want, you want them set up before you explode them, otherwise you will die. Alright, so like, then I ask Oral. Kim, do you, who is your friend here? <laughs> He's a hunter, don't worry about it. I, I, okay, so Oral, um, on par with the agreement that we made before, I still plan to keep on my end. Do you have your like notes and like alchemical formulas that you want me to describe? I'll make sure they go back to the Aurorium. Uh, sure, you could... He hands you the notebook that had the stump remover thing on it. He's like, they're in here. That's everything. You want saved? We're going to survive this night, world. Yeah. And you want your knowledge to live on forever in the Aurorium, right? Yeah. I, this is this is my... This is the book of my uh, recipes. All right. I put it in my backpack. This is, seems like the wrong time. <laughs> hey, we're going to get through this night, right? I, I hope so. I'll do my best. Um, <laughs> All right. So here's our plan. I, I brought out this... The scroll with a bunch of like main characters coming out. Huh? <laughs> I know. Well, this is the plan that we came up with, right? Brock, should we should we let the people out of the cellar first? Sure. Why not? Okay. Uh, I thought we already were in the cellar. No, you're in the back no, room. No, back room. Yeah. Which, very snappy. Looking around, All right? He's got kind of an attitude. Very, very snappy. Looking around, you kind of see that this room's kind of his bedroom too. Like there's a little bed in the corner. I, I did play to station. that. I think Keep in that, mind, we did just save your life. Yeah, <laughs> Take I, that he's like, come on, man. I, I think that we're like used to it because I think that's like one of the things that I used to convince him to like let me scribe his stuff is like, uh-huh. well, you wouldn't want me to kill someone else to yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. is like, this is a little ungrateful. No, no, no. <laughs> Draco's like, Draco's like, he's got a mouth on him, huh? You know, he, he's the town doctor, so like. In oh, his, doctors in, are all assholes. In his, in his <laughs> oh, mind, like, sorry, yeah, Arnaldo. No, my brother patched him up. Enemies like in, in his mind, he's like, I patched you guys up you know for the last 20 years mm-hmm. so he's he's yo why are all pediatricians and general doctors i'm sorry just assholes you know what i <laughs> i don't know i don't know enough doctors no, no, don't worry we're, like, we're gonna uh, dub him over and say heroes yeah sorry, sorry. <laughs> why are all heroes <laughs> why are the doctors the greatest people <laughs> is it just me or <laughs> i know well, as we come out of a plague like why is the healthcare industry amazing <laughs> in every way <laughs> Please sponsor us. Hello, Fresh. <laughs> give give us health insurance, please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you guys go over and you, you can open up the cellar uh, and looking down there, you see there's uh, six people just hiding out in the cellar. A squad. What is their? Uh, how do they look? <laughs> Are they, uh... they they look fine. They look like they haven't been attacked, but they're scared. You know, mm-hmm. they're these. Uh, um, like hooligans. Oral explains explains like. You know, these are people that when the hobgoblins started attacking, he grabbed who he could off the street and hid them in his cellar um, to, you know, in the hopes that they could be protected from the attack. Right. And so you, you get these these six people that climb out. They're, they're 
pretty scared. Mm-hmm. Um, but you feel like they'll kind of. Maybe we can have uh, what's his name? Oberyn. What's his name? Who? The doctor. Oreld. Oreld. Maybe we can have Oreld meet up with with um, with uh, Oberyn near the bridge with this group, and we can keep moving. But get them but, out in, in you know in uh, sort of small groups. But mind you, Auburn is still all banged up. She's still like hobbling around. No. Yeah. Yeah. He's right. right. But now we'll have an alchemist with her who has fire cartridges in case. Now we'll have yet another person capable of defending the whole group. So here, I think how this fits into the plan was like so, or else, um, the plan was to use the explosives not to blow up the bridge behind us, but to use them as like a diversion. It's like to fire towards the hobgoblin tower or whatever that thing is in the um, on the outskirts of town just as a diversion to give us enough time to make it to the bridge right because we're still planning to go to the shrine and help out anyone there it seems a little risky but if we can get the supplies to blow up the bridge from the storeroom or if you have any if you can make enough right um, then we could all make it out of here okay are you planning to do anything about the bridge yeah blow up the bridge using the supplies in the storeroom what storeroom? I don't know why I'm saying that character. What storeroom? <laughs> uh, the the company. Yeah, oh, the Vander Train. Yeah. Vander Train. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay. I thought okay. you were asking in character. What storeroom? I was like, you You live here. Yeah, I was like, you go here. I was like, are you talking about the Alchemist storeroom? Because I'm like, it's their day out here. The training company, you told us specifically had. literally my fourth day out here. Okay. Well, they 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 had something that could help with dismantling the bridge. Um. Okay, so Earl's like, uh, okay, we could we could give that a shot. Um, so you, we, wait, so you're telling him to just take these survivors? I I think it's to wait until like you set off the fireworks as a diversion, and then at that point, like all hell is gonna break loose and we just go towards the bridge. So you want to leave them in the uh, uh, in his shop until that happens? We could bring them back to the bridge. I think but, we but, should... like, but a bigger group of people might attract more attention. Is the issue not if we can get them there? Because remember, Auburn and the rest are already hidden. I know, but like then you're trying to hide even more people in the same amount of space, yeah. right? There's only so many hiding spots. Yeah. <laughs> we have like, like 20 people in the bushes. <laughs> One of them's gonna be like, "I'm hungry." They're all. And I just, I just, my thing is, we can't take them with us. Right enough, but they can stay where they are. Because either way, like as soon as the diversion goes off, like we're making a break for the bridge. So, so they're gonna wait for the sign for the signal. For a signal, yeah. Everyone waits for the signal, and then and, it's like rally at the bridge. And Oral has these um. He's got fireworks that are not fully complete yet, and but they're but they're ready to like but they can shoot off already or they just would blow up. Yeah, they would just they would just blow up. Oh, they're, these are they're, they're, they're just explosives. Type, they're oh, not explosives. They're not the firing and then explode in the air type. No, no, no. Ooh, all right, and, so then that changes stuff. And Oral says, "Look, if we blow up the bridge, uh, I mean, the, a diversion's nice, but if the bridge is blown up, they're not getting across it anyway. So if we get everyone across." Then you just take the bridge down. It doesn't matter if they're on the far end of town or they're right on the other side of it. They're they're not getting across. All right. So then we bring them. Hobgoblins are not strong swimmers. <laughs> so then, so then, uh, change of plans. Then we just go towards the shrine yeah. ourselves, and then Oral goes over to the bridge. Or we can drop them off at the bridge. I guess, yeah, to be yeah, safe. yeah. Let's what not split up. Places that we still have not been to yet. The storeroom and the shrine. 
then we can skip the storm because then he's saying like, oh, we don't need the diversion. We just blow up the bridge anyway. Okay. Okay. So then we skip the storm. We just go to the shrine and then. But is it the storeroom where a lot of people are? Uh, the the trading company. It was the, really like a the ton shrine of has a lot of people. The trading company no. would have a lot more yeah. supplies. Yeah, I was gonna fine. say the the shrine has all the people that were there for the the service. Like the service. Gotcha. I was yeah, gonna say mass, but I was like, that's I'm, not the word we used. You guys, <laughs> not in this. I'm gonna be honest world. with you. There will. <clears throat> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I got, I got a little bit... I got too into it for a second. Guys, there's going to be casualties. We should just go. We need to go. This We, we don't have time to save everybody. Whoa. <laughs> Draco, Draco, Draco's going Whoa. dark. Draco's going dark right now. R.I.P. Draco's family. You're the hometown boy. Yeah. Kaisel would be really pissed off at that. I'm also yeah. going to be I know, like, really turned right off. <laughs> what are you saying? You're saying Chaos. leave... All the rest of the town behind. How many people can we hide before we we get we we get ambushed? You saw what happened. We could barely take on two of them. Then no. we take on four, five. Well, if you want to go across the bridge with Auburn and be a coward, be be my guest. But I'm not leaving the rest of these people here. Draco, we are from here. There, you don't even know who's at the shrine. You don't know who's hiding there. Like we know too many people in this town to like just let it, let them die. And, and and at that moment, Draco's frills come up, and he says, "Coward!" And he draws his <laughs> he draws his spear, and okay. yeah, I, 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 I just roll for initiative. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 he draws his spear because he he like he immediately that word coward like pings out. So he basically ignores Kin. He's just like coward, and it basically triggers that trauma. Mm-hmm. He draws his spear, mm-hmm. and he kind of like. Like you know, your sword is out. Yeah, yeah. So he kind of he kind of does like a, a jump towards you, and now we're kind of both looking at each other. Okay, I'd be like, and I feel like Kaisel would would still be very confused. And yeah, be angry, but it'd be like, you want to attack me, but you don't want to save your townspeople. What is going on with you? And at that moment, Draco kind of like looks around, and he's like, I'm just I'm just scared. I can't live up to the to the legacy. It's been left to me. Well, you damn sure can't do it this way. So either live up to the legacy or die trying. You're right. And then I look around, and then I tell you guys, the shrine it is. All right. It's fucking epic, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. All right. So our, our <laughs> scene. So do we trust Oral to take the people back by himself, or do he's like fucked up? We we should take them, right? And then just have them cross the bridge and set the explosives already. Uh, so. Remember, you saw hobgoblins yeah. on the bridge. You oh. know that if nothing else, your group will have to take out the hobgoblins on the bridge to get anyone up across it. Mm. So what's the plan? Do you want to take them out now, or do you want to wait till we get the full force? I think I think you were right, Ruach. We should leave them here for now. We'll, we'll tell them what signal to look out for. Once we have the people from the shrine... We should take some shots at the statue, and everybody makes a break for the bridge. Mm. So they can make make a break for it from where they are, and we'll make a break with the people we save. What's the signal going to be? I looked at Oral. Maybe. Yeah. Um. Do we do we have any extra um, fireworks that we can set off? He said Oral will be like, "Well, you have that thunderstone. You could." Oh, oh that's right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we all just didn't care. Very true. Very true. <laughs> 
so we can do yeah. that. Okay. So Whoever's we'll... got the strongest arm here can throw it straight uh, at the, the hobgoblin. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> we'll see how good this one goes. All right. So, so that's gonna be a signal to no, rush towards the bridge, I mean, right? Yeah. Because what we're we're gonna be by the shrine, right? Yeah. So they're gonna like. So we all could come set it off shrine. somewhere past oh. the shrine. No, but, but then, somewhere past the shrine. If 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 one of us can throw it toward the end of the other end of town. Right. And it goes off, and we run the other direction. So. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. saying I thought the hobgoblin statue was on the other end of town, away oh, the, from where like, China was. There are like four tower things. Yeah, like yeah. If, you, if you were looking, it's not four towers. It's one. It's if, one. No, the, like fort or tower. If you're thing. looking from like uh, oh. cardinal directions, the uh, uh, bridge is to the northeast. Uh huh. And the uh, uh, tower that you saw kind of come out of nowhere is towards the southwest, but it's like on the outskirts of town. If you were to do something there, and then if you were trying to blow that up and then, or damage it anyway, and then run to the bridge, you will pretty much guarantee that the entire force, like they're going to be moving towards that tower, it's going to be difficult for you to to set explosives on it and then run across town. Without getting yeah. no, we're just saying just to diverge, just to use yeah. their stone as diverge, make them maybe think that it's under attack, right, or something, like, right, and then just like, go just around. in the opposite direction, and then we go across the other path, right. So we make our way to the shrine. I think I think we got a plan. Yeah, we sneak. Oh yeah, sneaky sneak. Do we need to? Wait, so we just we yeah. Do- everyone, give me a stealth as you move through, and you're leaving Oral at the uh, well, yeah. at his shop. Oral and the and to the, keep yeah. an eye on the people. And, right. and remember, we still have that. Uh, Scroll from the first encounter we had. As, uh, as you guys, he's scroll like what? charm person. Right. Yeah, he's like, oh god. Which you, I can I, use. You had me disable the trap. Do it. I'm not rolling well. He's right. And he goes back to set. He starts setting his little trap back up. He's any more hobgoblins come. So stabby. When you're ready, I have a. Um, guys, um, at what point can I mention? Uh, and this is an in-game question. Oh, okay. If that's okay. Are you saying? I mean, you're, you're saying the same, same character, or you have a question? I, I no, no, I, I have a question. Um. Can't. Actually, no. Wait, no. I'm saving this part bit. No, never mind. Okay. I'm saving okay. This part. okay. <laughs> um, I've got a bit, and it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. I've been waiting. Um, okay, let me get everyone's stealth. Yeah. All right. Um, thirteen. Thirteen for Draco. Kaiso rolled a nineteen. Nineteen. Ken rolled a thirteen. You're 13. beating my ass in the game. You're beating uh, my ass in the rolls. <laughs> I rolled an eight. An eight. Uh, so you guys are moving through town. Which makes sense. I'm the ranger. Like, yeah. And as you go, Ruach kind of trips on something like he uh, you're running and he slips in he's like what and he slipped it's in a puddle of blood and <laughs> damn you know, it fuck dude and i pull on your bandages a bit tight <laughs> you see like Ow. around the corner from you like you're you're kind of moving through in between some buildings and around the corner you see two hobgoblin soldiers walking by um and they look right in your direction what did they sound like? Hey, you, you, over there. Uh, I was gonna say humans, they're not humans. <laughs> you, c- come here. Stop moving. And they start moving towards you. Oh shit. Are we in? The, are we, are um, we in the open? Are we yeah, out are we in, in the open? open? You're kind of like in some alleys. Uh, you feel like you might be able to get away, but you know, m- maybe not. It would it would depend on on possibly some checks. Do you guys try to get away or? We have that, uh, the little smoke thing. Oh, we do. What's we have the smoke, smoke stick. The smoke we stick. We do. Yeah, guys. Um, we can burn it now. Guys, I think... Okay, wait. Uh, uh, before we engage... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before all this happens, I'm going to talk to Draco. Basically, uh... Guys, we need to use the smoke. 
and we need to go check on my father's blacksmith shop. I need to see my family. Ooh. Where is it? I mean, it depends on where it is, because we have to we have to head to the shrine. It's 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 in the it's it's a, a, a few a few alleys left from the shrine. Please, we don't have time for this. Are you saying abandon yeah. the shrine plan? No, can we? I just want to pop into my house real quick. Like you're oh, saying, we don't, have, saying time we don't have time for the fight. Yeah. Yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, you know, uh, um, if if you know, the longer we wait, the longer we fight these hobgoblins. This time we could be using. This time we could be using to save my family. If we if we go, um, I okay, I I, I want to fight these people, but you're right, we don't have time. If we go, I can make sure that our tracks are covered so they can't follow behind us. And uh, Kaisel actually does have a skill called cover tracks. Period. So. And we have the smoke stick, so we should use both. That's what I'm saying, yeah, Okay, yeah. okay. Okay, so you, you uh, activate the the smoke stick and... We flee. So who, who activates it? Yeah, who, who does it? Who, um, who I can, I can activate Yeah, since he has the skill to cover tracks, he should probably activate right. it. I'm gonna, I can only move at half my speed. So you follow tracks, moving it up to half of, half your trap weight. So You're, you cover yeah. your tracks, moving up to half your travel speed using the rules. Blah, blah, blah. You don't need to attempt a survival check to cover your tracks, but anyone tracking you must succeed at a survival check against your survival DC if it is higher than the normal DC to track. Then uh, this kick. Oh no, 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 that's about something else. So this most stick is like okay. Um, and what's your what's your travel your normal speed? My normal speed is twenty five. So you could move two hundred fifty feet in a minute. Okay, is your travel speed? Um. So it's kind of the same speed. You'd have to move half at that. So so I ten. Or I'll 15. I'll just say you guys go ahead. I'll be I'll be quick. I'll be close behind. And so who sets off the smoke stick? I'm gonna do it. I'll so, do it. So Draco. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I picture it more being like a vape. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah he like rips a fat cloud. <laughs> <laughs> I I saw it as like like one of those like flare guns. Yeah, oh, I, I thought it was a flare. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of fate. <laughs> hey, you guys like that little trick I had in my sleeve, like the huh? the freaking centipede from Alice Pulling in Wonderland. Pulling my family. Or the centipede, the caterpillar. Human, yeah. human centipede? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, so you activate this thing. It makes the the space in front of you concealed, so they can't see through it. Um, it's like a five-foot space just directly in front of you. You could take off running, or you could, you know, hang out. Uh how do you guys choose to move? You're, you're taking do you off. Guys, do you guys want to take off or... or? Oh, yeah, that's okay. the one we did, right? Okay, yeah. cool. Let's take it off. So we okay. take off. And uh, what is Kaisel's survival DC? My survival DC? What would that be? Sir? So, the, you know, they don't really explain it too well in the rules for some reason, but a D, the DC is 10 plus your survival uh, modifier. Uh, 14. 14. Okay. So you, you take off running. You're moving a little slower than everyone, but you feel like they're not catching up to you. Okay. 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 Um, and you move around, and you go into you you go until you find this the small blacksmith shop. Mm. Um, and is the blacksmith shop before or after the shrine? It's like right before. 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 Right before. Yeah, it's before gotcha. the shrine. Um, and uh, we're pretty much making a circle around the whole town. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Um, yeah, on the way back. To um, and you know, you know that. One thing Draco knows is, like, his dad shop is kind of, like, the Fender Trading Company is almost, like, the rival to the yeah. dad shop because the Fender Trading Company is owned by this by a blacksmith yeah. and, and has become 
Like, they're basically like, Walmart. you know. Walmart and Target. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say Walmart versus a small business. <laughs> um, so Walmart wins. Yeah. I'll just Always. say, like, this is a... I'm just circling a random location. I think it was before. Okay. So, like, it would be and like you, here you move well, in are we going this to... Way? I thought we were going this way. The room and... Oh, Give me a perception check. Or is Draco bursting in first? Or is Draco, he... Draco is is so so when Draco is is with the group, he's noticeably serious. Okay, he's so no longer flipping. He's no longer being himself. You can see it as he gets yeah, closer. There's been a huge dramatic change in the character. Yeah, it's because this is this is his moment where he's the reality of what's going on has finally set in. Right. That you know, first Hobgoblin was ah oh, so crazy, but then now he's realizing, wait, I'm not a good hero. What the fuck am I doing? Where's my family? You know. And I feel like Draco... But would Draco know how to like, sneak into his parents' shop? Like, I feel as though he's had to do that before at some point. Yeah, but for me, guys, I think I'm like personifying myself <laughs> in this character a little bit. But I feel like Draco, as he's getting closer to his house, you can see he's getting a little bit more tense. He's getting a little bit more, you know, he's talking. Like, and so he, he walks in, but, but he, doesn't, he doesn't climb or jump in. The door's already open. Right? Perception check? Yeah, give me a perception check. Right, where where, are, the you can't of, say. where are the rest of you in, in I, I think relation we're all, I guess to we're, we're trailing him. We're trailing following him. behind. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty far behind, I assume. I'm trailing. Wow, Draco, you can't see shit, huh? So well, you, you could assume, like, probably can't see through your tears. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, he's got, he's, it's an eight perception. Uh, it was all the smoke. An eight yeah. perception. Yeah, maybe the smoke hit you or something. Yeah, the smoke yeah. just kind of hit me. I was kind of mm-hmm. emotional. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, give me one second. So with an eight perception check, you, uh... It's actually really good. I'm trying to think of the best way to word this. It is really good. You don't see the, the door, free, like, right? <laughs> open. Sure. Um, gotcha. For our audience, Lewis just broke his cafecito cherry, I believe. Don't Popped, worry, don't worry like cherry. that. Popped, <laughs> have you, have you never had broke? cafecito before? No. Fine. It's I not, like it. You like it's it? Not that great. I'm normally not a coffee drinker, but this one's pretty good. It's gonna wake you up. Trust me. Give it a few minutes. So as you you move through through the town, you you approach the building. You notice a couple things. One, the door isn't open, but the windows are broken, and there is some smoke coming out of them. It's not good. And you do hear like the sound of something of like metal crashing to the floor and and something breaking inside. Guys, do we catch up? Uh, yeah, Draco's. Yeah, and I and I feel like at this point, Kaisel would have would have caught up. Okay, I was I'm assuming you're not. Him. I'm assuming you would. Well, you tell me. Would would Kaisel be going block after block, covering his tracks, or would he just go like a bit of a distance and then be like? Once he enough. feels that we're not being tracked, yeah, then he would take off. So so I turn to the group and I say, guys, if there's anyone who can fend off of you hobgoblins, it's my father. But can we, can we do a perception check? Yeah, we didn't get a chance to. Yes, yes. So yes. I'm back. I'm back with the we're group. Back. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Whenever you're ready. I got a uh, 22. A 22? Perception, yeah. Period. Ken got a 19. 19? Well, you guys can see everything. I'm just emotional. That's why I didn't roll well. All right, all right. 15, 19. What was the other? I got a 22. 22. Yeah, so Kaisel and actually all of you, you don't really, you can't see much more than that. Um, but you definitely hear that the sounds inside are of a struggle. Like, there is screaming. I don't think any of you speak goblin as a language, right? No. Um, 
I speak goblin. <gasps> nice. You smart goblin. I don't. You smarty pants. Maybe all that bullying works. Bullying works, guys. <laughs> okay. So Ruach hears this like this this voice that to the rest of you just sound like kind of like a growl, mm. but he he can tell. It's Cut to his honor roll ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> say voice just saying, saying die you swine. Oh, sorry. Oh. He <laughs> got into it. Doing bully work, I see. Yeah. <laughs> and. I'm gonna move you guys to a map. Ooh. Oh shit, guys, this is getting really real right now. Before uh, before Ruach shares, um, you what, you, what, what was said, um, Kaisel actually Kaisel actually goes to Draco and he sees him, sort of panicked, puts his hand on his shoulder and he says, "If your parents are in there, if they're alive, we're gonna save them." There's nothing more that I want to see my father once again. So I don't know if I'm gonna. Share exactly what he said. <laughs> oh, Ruach on Hyde? Okay. No, and then. But as we also. But as we also don't know that he could speak goblins. So, so as, as you and I are having this we moment. Don't, we don't know Ruach. And I don't know Ruach. Well, you're, you're super tall, right? Yeah. So you're looking down at me, and I'm, and I'm kind of looking at you like, you know, I'm panicked, and I'm thinking, you know, I, I was born in a family of blacksmiths. Uh, you know, strength is in our nature, but death is something that, you know, isn't uncommon for us. And then I'm going to look at you. And then as I'm saying this to you, <laughs> I know I'm, I'm looking at you, uh-huh. but as I'm saying this, Kaisel, Ruach is kind of like, I don't know what the You know, like he's kind of doing one of those, like, oh, <laughs> especially because right. you just, you, especially because you just disclosed that you're not going to say anything. Death isn't uncommon. Yeah. So we're strong, but fucking people will be dying, bro. What, what are these blacksmiths in this small town doing? <laughs> bro, because because they have a lot of accidents. You know, they're... they're yeah. Bro, you saw my combat. You think I'm not good of a blacksmith? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, my dad's all... My dad's like a G, but he's all kind of fucked up, too. He's missing a few fingers. Yeah, my dad's not the... He's a good blacksmith, but, you know. His life is kind of error and trial. And your mom and dad are both lizard folk, I assume. We're all lizard folk. You're yeah. not a half lizard? <laughs> nah, no, no. We're, we we're full lizard folk, but, you know, we're, we're a little goofy, but... uh. You know, my dad's a smart, renowned man. He's respected. Mm-hmm. And, so I, uh, I think we, like, go in, right? Yeah, I think we're going to go in at this point. Wait, yeah. but, wait are you guys going to kick well, open the door? Does, <laughs> I mean, what does what does Ruach do or say after he hears that? Uh, it's just a struggle. I can't really make uh, sense of what they're saying. Okay, but... Seems like both sides are equally fighting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... so who, who, who goes through the door first? I think I should go through the door. Okay, so I put everyone on the map. Draco kicks the door in. Mm-hmm. He sees, he looks around and he sees some burning, you know, parts of the building. Uh, uh, what sort I'm looking for, like beds and stuff in the in the the building are just like on fire. And you see, in the kind of towards the corner, towards where the the blacksmith uh, uh, forge is, a large hulking figure. It's kind of like a goblin, but much larger. Um, not quite a hobgoblin. Let me let me see if I can't show you guys an image here. You see this creature, very like dangerous looking. Um, I don't want to tell you what it is. Draco's dead. Oh, yeah. But it's you know it's got this greenish skin. It's got these bulging muscles. It's standing around like six feet tall, um, armed to the teeth. Uh, uh, kind of looks like. You know, if he was in a fight with like a bear one v one, he could win. Chase, uh, could be. Uh, I don't know if you see the picture. You know, sharp teeth, kind of hanging out of his mouth. It's, it's still yeah. Also, all right, it's still loading. I well, think it might be a connection. You'll see when it gets there. And he's standing 
over okay. Ruach's brother. I'm mean, not Ruach's, Draco's <laughs> brother. Like, I have a brother. Older brother. Is on his knees, bleeding, and you see this uh, this creature swing down with his weapon oh, at your brother. Your brother lifts a, a, a sword that he had picked up off the floor that had gotten knocked over, blocks the, the attack, and this creature just, you know pulls back with his weapon, and just slices your brother's arm off. Oh my gosh. Your brother brother falls to the floor, like, with a scream. Shit. And we'll pick this up. And yes! The next yes! Oh, and it finally loaded. Holy shit. Oh my god, it might have to load it. It's, it's pretty cute, right?